a pleasure to say good morning and welcome back to Vancouver City Councillor Sarah Kirby Young here to talk about the revitalization of two key components to downtown Vancouver, the Granville Street Entertainment District, in quotes, and Chinatown. Councillor Kirby Young, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. How are you? I'm great, thank you, Sarah. Good to have you with us today. Let's start with Chinatown because we were just talking to the folks at uh, Lunar Fest and uh, about the parade tomorrow and so on. It's just a couple of days ago now that uh, council did pass uh, a measure to approve revitalization of Chinatown. This is something that you personally have had a, a stake in. So what's going to happen? Yeah, I'm very passionate about Chinatown, and I think um, pretty much every resident of Vancouver is we all have stories and memories of going down there um, with our families, with kids, and going to signature restaurants and experiencing this, you know, the sights and the sounds of Chinatown. Sure. Um, so what City Council did was to pass a motion called Uplifting Chinatown to provide immediate relief to some of the issues that we see day-to-day on the ground, um, street cleaning, cleanliness, some of the repeated um, graffiti and tagging of the small businesses um, and bringing in supporting public art, uh, working with the Business Improvement Association, but really showing some tangible measures on the ground that will start very shortly um, so that Chinatown can feel loved and looked after and people feel happy and comfortable visiting there. Well, you know, it's uh, we had some company in from Ontario just a few weeks ago and uh, took them down to Chinatown for real food. And the restaurant was out of this world, as you might imagine, but they were just absolutely appalled by the surrounding streets and, and the, the, the just the overgrown uh, neglect. It just reeks of neglect. Uh, and so what specifically do you hope to do most quickly, Sarah? Well, you'll see um, starting uh, really ramping up cleaning, for example. So, uh, you know, sadly, we now have to pick up human waste on the streets and there's a number of other impacts from the serious social issues that we're seeing in the city. So that will that cleaning will increase from nine times a week to 13 times a week, more micro cleaning, flushing of the um, alleys and the streets. Um, some of there's some volunteer cleanup efforts where there's a um, I'm so sorry about that. Well, and now a brief musical interlude from Sarah's house. Where were we? I'm so sorry about that. No problem. Um, there's now um, uh, sort of volunteer cleanup efforts where the community would come together and the city would provide support for that on a monthly uh, or on a yearly basis, I should say, and that's now going to be happening once a month. Um, so it's, it's the things that the community asked for. Right. Um, it really is to, as you said, to bring uh, the neighborhood back up to a level that um, really respects the character um, and the richness of the heritage buildings and the and uh, the neighborhood that it is. Well, as you say, this is the sort of thing that the residents have been asking for for quite some time. The fact that it has taken this long to uh, have a majority government at City Hall able to respond to the to requests, as I suppose that's the most jaw-dropping part of it, Sarah. They've been asking for this for a really long time. They, they absolutely have, uh, and the neighborhood deserves it. Vancouver deserves it. It was a fight uh, along the last city council to get these resources for these needed services. Um, and there was really a view that um, about pursuing the long-term UNESCO goal for a heritage designation, and I think the community feels very clearly there's no point in going for that lofty goal if you're not saving Chinatown now. There's going to be nothing left to designate. Sure. Um, and so that it's really about a shift in focus um, in terms of dealing with uh, making Chinatown vibrant again. And there's a lot of great things happening down there. You mentioned you went to a great restaurant. Yes. The Lunar, the Lunar New Year parade is happening this Tomorrow, weekend. you bet. Back. Yeah, there's going to be lion dances um, and 
parade teams, um, which is really incredible, like Hansing Athletic. Um, their lines are incredible to watch. Probably 100,000 people lining the streets in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll have a great turnout. Um, and so there's lots of great reasons to celebrate and be optimistic. No question about it. I want to change gears and move uh, just a little closer to downtown and right outside our studios here at Granville in Georgia and talk about Granville, the entertainment district that so needs to be uh, part of a big major metropolitan center, a city right, like, like Vancouver. And I've been here for a while, Sarah. We've seen a, a number of attempts uh, to revitalize Granville Street, including uh, making the street a little crooked and wider sidewalks, and none of which have amounted to much. And yet, now there's a, a majority council with a determination to fix things. So what's the focus for Granville Street? Well, and again, this is, you know, the one and only in our city. We only have one Chinatown. We only have one Granville Entertainment District. So this is about really setting a vision uh, for this to be a, a revitalized, exciting commercial and entertainment district, but that has uses uh, during the day as well as at night. So it brings that positive energy down to a neighborhood that needs um, some more uh, activity and more people that are com- thriving and coming in. So mm-hmm. supporting offices during the day. Uh, so you'll have workers down there. Um, you know, maybe there's some craft brew pubs um, as well as the traditional night uses that people enjoy. It's an 18 month planning program. Um, but there's some things that I'd like to see. This is a report that came forward from our staff. Um, and I think the council is going to push to be more bold. And that includes things like advancing the number of hotels um, more quickly while that planning process is happening, because we have such a dire shortage of hotel rooms in our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're actually leaving hundreds of millions of dollars on the table and lost economic impact. There was a study done in 2018 that said if we are not building these hotels um, by 2030, we're going to see a loss of one point, um, or sorry, I should say $2.6 billion in economic impact, and then about 22,000 jobs. Um, and hundreds of thousands of hotel rooms for people that want to stay at night, um, book, uh, bookings that people want to stay in Vancouver, but they cannot find a place to stay. Yeah, so Granville so Street right now, Sarah, is, I mean, you drive, you, if you drive down or you walk down, I mean, it's, it feels unsafe even in the daytime. There are boarded up stores. This is supposed to be the major street of Vancouver, and you walk two blocks from Granville in Georgia where Nordstrom's is, and it's very uptown and very, very dressy, and two or three blocks away, it's a dump. It's their, their boarded-up buildings and, and street-level retail that's just non-existent. How do you revitalize that, get people to reinvest and reinvigorate that section of Granville Street? I think when it, you have projects that are coming forward, like 800 Granville, that's proposed revitalization of the iconic Commodore and restoring that so uh-huh. that more um, music uh, performances can come in and out and load in and out more quickly and enjoy that space. And um, they proposed an office building above that, as they said, that brings people and life and vitality and customers into the area, mm-hmm. those retail stores. Um, those kind of projects can really help. Um, and so it, it's really um, getting those things moving. It takes far too long to get things done and built. Uh, we heard from one speaker who's looking to develop a hotel. I talked about how much we need those hotel rooms. Sure. Uh, and figures that it would take him seven years with this planning program to get this hotel built. Um, and that's why I said we want to move forward with definitely having a plan and a vision for the area. But we also want to get some really important projects that fit that vision for a cultural entertainment destination going um, as soon as we can. With an accelerated approval process that doesn't omit the important details, correct? Yeah, it's giving priority to those projects that have um, that really fit the biggest need um, and have really great public benefits and merits, so cultural projects and things like hotel. 
Well, seriously overdue, both in Chinatown on Gramble Street. We wish you considerable success, Counselor, because, my gosh, uh, we sure could use it. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. You have a great day. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.